shit. I'm back. Whiskey Sick Podcast, the three quarters of a century episode. That's 75 episodes for you dummies out there. The Whiskey Sick Podcast, all up in your motherfucking ass, live from Dago Bitch, California. Hit them with that theme music. So I gotta walk, got the chalk, got the draw Outlines for these ladies I'm about to slay Got my cape on with some napalm Shots of days gone, then the game's on What you play, huh? Hard to get, I'll be wet for all that dry hate Looking my way, while your eyes say You and I may get off like a right lane But I might strain, pull up lane with a migraine I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for that acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for that acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. Hello, miss, like, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm fine like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA meeting on a payday. We can make it rain even on a sunny day. What you say, you and I could run away. Meet up when you drop that molly. Off, love that chick of Molotov while she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go, go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, I'll beg, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up, all the edge with my hands out. You gotta get up, step, gotta make down. Motherfucker, get up, go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, I'll beg, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up, all the edge with my hands out. You gotta get up, step, gotta make down. Why don't you get up? Yeah, Seth. Gecko, a.k.a. Moody motherfucking Hank. Live from Dago Bitch, California. Cloudy Dago Bitch, California. Got a little bit of rain going on here in uh, here in May. Um, got the triple champ. We're rocking here next to the triple champ. He's chilling out. He's taking a little nap. Um, say, hey, might as well get a, a, a podcast in real quick for the homies. Hopefully, I'll be able to start doing this uh, every week again. Uh, Whiskey was supposed to be here on this episode, but uh, didn't go down. Uh, the triple champ uh, makes it hard to get shit done uh, outside of taking care of the triple champ. Uh, he's back to being the triple champ. He's no longer uh, the participation champ. Uh, those were a rough um, early early few months for uh for little man uh it, it was looking um it wasn't looking so good but we're right back on track um for um dachshund danger Cerrone. we've changed um we've changed our our, our target um it's no longer uh, connor jr it looks like connor jr we've gotten word in our camp that uh mr connor jr uh connor mcgregor jr wants no part no piece of the of the triple champ uh they're ducking they're officially out they're ducking so uh danger Cerrone, uh he's in he's game he's ready for this shit so we're looking at maybe 2035 2040 um somewhere around there uh the triple champ versus danger Cerrone. uh it's going to be going down uh he's in full triple champ is in full um Thunderdome training camp. I mean, he's been rolling with me in the in the the Thunderdome. He's, he loves watching me uh, hit the bags and, and and the the hit the dummy and running on the treadmill. Anything having to do with with training. This little man is all about it. He's gonna be a a, a young killer. So he's coming around very nicely. He's doing sit ups and, and, and squats. Um, no bullshit. He's doing little sit ups. I got him doing little sit ups and squats, uh, trying to get them legs so he can uh, stand up. He's four months old now. 
as of yesterday. So we're on track, man. On weight, uh, still still light, man. Uh, twelve and a half pounds. Yep, yep. So I mean, we were thinking maybe pushing one seventy. Uh, 155, 170, but he ain't going to make it up to 170 from the looks of it. At least right now, we're, we're probably going to be in the 135, 145. Top end is going to be 155. So that those are uh, more than likely going to be the uh, three belts that the uh, future triple champs going to hold. Um, but uh, we're rocking with him today. Um, he's chilling. We got Moody Hank, uh, the Whiskey Sick Podcast mascot over here, just rocking next to me, the uh, German Shepherd. One of the German Shepherds, Michi somewhere, but she's old. She, she's like pissing and shitting all over herself randomly. It's, it, it's fucking bad. Uh, but anyways, we got, we got a motherfucking... I'm going to try to start doing these podcasts once a week again. Now that I'm, um, I'm on the leave right now, I'm, I'm strictly uh, a triple champ pappy uh, for the next couple months. So we're going to try to get back on track when he's taking naps. We're going to get our ass up in here in the, in the fucking podcast and, and rock with you guys. So y'all been rocking with me. Uh, stay rocking with me tell your homies to tell the homies we're gonna get right up into this shit we got a lot to talk about we got some fight talk as always um we had Cerrone versus Iaquinta we had uh, I don't even think I covered I, I was last on uh 420 I did a 420 episode so it's been a few weeks uh we got Rose Namunis versus Jessica Andrade coming up uh what else we have we had Jacare aka the bloated Tiger Woods uh lost to Jack Hermanson we'll get into that shit forgot about that Greg Hardy I think fought uh, fought some fucking janitor or some shit. Um, we have Game of Fucking Thrones. We gotta, uh, we got to get into this Game of Thrones shit. I, I'm, I've been out here wild in the last four fucking weeks. Uh, so we're gonna get into Game of Thrones. The Met Gala was yesterday. Um, that's just a grown up, uh, moron juice sipping, uh, fake Halloween, uh, adult weird fucking party uh, that they throw in LA. I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's some kind of fashion shit, but it, it, it's about fashion, but everybody tries to wear the most retarded shit that they could fucking find, so I don't know what the fuck that's all about. Of course, you know your boy OBJ had the roll up in there, uh, strutting around looking like Arya Stark and shit. Uh, we got uh, NBAs in full fucking swing. I'm over here. I'm loving the fucking collapse of the fucking Lakers. We're gonna get into that shit. They tried to sabotage. They did sabotage my mother fucking pelicans this year and now shit is blowing up in their face i told lebron i told genie trade lebron james it's on wax he's still there trade lebron james and then trade your motherfucking self running that motherfucking franchise in the ground we're gonna get all up in that aisha curry is out here wilding the fuck out saying wild ass shit we're gonna get all up in that motherfucking ass i don't know if y'all saw that shit um but she's on some wild shit we got mad hip-hop talk uh, we had some albums drop. We had some fucking dope singles drop. Homicide Logic featuring Eminem. We're going to get into that shit. Maybe we'll end with that shit bumping. Uh, fuck else. We had Dre uh, was was on a, a radio shock talking about he has uh, uh, a lot of unreleased Eminem tracks. Um, fuck else we got. NFL draft just happened. Uh, you already know my power rankings. You already know the Moody Hank power rankings number one. Them motherfucking D-boys all up in that ass. This is the year, motherfucker. So we're going to get into that. Give you all my favorites for the year. I'll make all my bold uh, early, early preseason uh, predictions for the NFL season. Um, but let's get into this motherfucking fight talk. It's been, it's been on and it's been fucking popping. 
So we had uh, we had a few cards come up, um, all on that ESPN Plus bullshit. Listen, ESPN, we ain't buying that shit. The pay-per-view uh, numbers came in uh, for UFC 236, which was fucking dope, which was one of the best UFCs that you could probably have on, on a pay-per-view. Holloway versus Poirier, and then you had uh, Gastelum versus Adesanya. They didn't even hit 100,000 pay-per-view buys. Look. You got to get rid of that shit. Ain't nobody buying some shit that they can get for free. I ain't bought one since fucking, I don't even know. The last one I bought was probably um, Connor versus um, shit. It wasn't even a UFC fight. It was Connor versus Mayweather. Ain't nobody buying that shit when you can just stream. It's free in Europe. Why the fuck would we pay for that shit? I'm over there. Listen. I ain't telling you that I, I stream shit. I ain't, you know, in case the FBI, I know the FBI be listening, be tapping into that Whiskey Sick podcast and their downtime and shit. So I ain't gonna incriminate myself over the fucking airways. But if I be tr- streaming shit, I be using some dope streaming sites and I ain't gonna, I be hitting up the boss cast. Fuck it, I'll give you a couple. I be hitting up the boss cast. If I, if, hypothetically, if I was streaming, I was, I'm using the VIP box. If I was streaming these shits, I'd be using WYSIWYG. That's what I be fucking doing and, and, and saving myself. Uh, I could have uh, uh, I've been putting food in my kid's mouth with money I've been saving. Why the fuck would I pay for that shit when I can get HD quality for just uh, uh, Xing out of a few pop up ads? All I got to do. That's all. That's the only problem with it is the is the pop up ads. You get through the pop up ads, you're chilling. As long as you don't get annoyed with the pop-up ads, you're chilling. I ain't gonna pay no 69 fucking dollars for some shit that's free overseas, man. I ain't no sucker. So, uh, fuck all that pay-per-view shit in the first place, man. You would you imagine if the Super Bowl was on pay-per-view or, or the NBA Finals were on pay-per-view? The, the World Cup was on pay-per-view? No. All you're doing is limiting, limiting, limiting... So I already on that fucking biodiesel this morning, fucking blazing. You know that first rip is the highest you're gonna be all day, man. That that waking that bake, man. Fucking scrambled over here. Um, but uh, what the fuck was I just talking about? Oh yes, the UFC is just limiting. Actually, you guys didn't know, but in real time, I had to go back. I fucking forgot what the hell I was talking about. I had to I had to go back and, and hit the pause button and see what the fuck. The, the UFC is limiting. <laughs> it's limiting the amount of people, the exposure that they can get. I mean, you're just you want to sell it to a hundred thousand. How much is a hundred thousand? Even if you reach a hundred, how that's nothing. That's dropping a buck compared to how much you're spending advertising these fucking events and shit. Just open it up, put that shit on ESPN, and you could have all kinds of people, uh, uh, all kinds of things for for sponsors, for for um, ads, for promotion, all that kinds of stuff. All, all the commercials that you could, you spots that you could have during some of these events. It, it just makes no sense to continue on with this stupid uh, pay per view model. It, it, it doesn't even make sense for boxing anymore. That's why you see Lomachenko fighting on ESPN and shit now. They got some of the best fighters that transitioning because these. What are you gonna put on fucking pay per view? But anyways, we had Jacare versus Jack Hermanson. Jacare come out here. This motherfucker looks like a bloated Tiger Woods. He looks like Tiger Woods if he was like dead and found in a river after 17 hours or some shit like that. He looks he looks like a, a fucking ID mystery uh, morgue scene. I mean, he looks bloated Tiger Woods who just won the Masters. So congratulations to him. But Jacare comes out here. Uh, looking like a knockoff uh, Tiger Woods, and, and got his ass whooped by some awkward, doofy-looking Jack Hermanson. Look, Jack Hermanson's on, uh, uh, you know, is is now in the title contention. Uh, I don't mean to disrespect him, 
Um, but I'm kind of being disrespectful right now. Uh, but my man comes out here with this. He, he literally almost comes out here with this old school with the, the 1900s like Irish boxer hands curled up in front of him kind of uh, staggered uh, boxing stance and, and went out there and, and put hands and paws and feet and shins all over Jacare. Uh, pretty much dominated that fight. I had him winning four rounds to one. So I, I don't know where you go with Jacare. Um you know, he's talking about, always talking about, he just, since he came over to UFC, he's not going to get a title shot. Uh, he's never got a title shot. He's, he's always right there, and then he has one fight where he could make that leap into actual title contention, and, and he loses that fight. And he always keeps talking about how he's in title. He, you can't just talk your way into a title fight. You're not Conor McGregor. Um, you got to actually win, and all the big fights that he comes, uh, that are title eliminating fights, he loses. So here's another one of those. So I think Jacare, I don't know what to do with that guy. Uh, we had Cerrone. We had Cerrone versus I Quinta. I didn't put any predictions on wax for this, but I'm listen, I don't I don't lie to the Whiskey Sick Podcast listeners. I ain't gonna bullshit you. I ain't gonna act like I picked all these fights right when I didn't. I picked Al Quinta to win this fight. I put didn't put it on wax, but I picked Al Quinta first time, only time, and he burned me. He burned me. Uh Donald Cerrone, every time I pick against him, he makes me pay. I, I, I had a feeling this would happen, but I, I went with my gut. Donald Cerrone went out there. And other than the first round, he's a slow starter, Donald Cerrone. But other than the first round, he pretty much dominated four rounds to one um, from the get-go. Uh, brought his little son, uh, Danger Cerrone, into the, in, into the ring afterward, into the cage afterwards. And I said, and, and that was it. Uh, Triple Champ sat up and said, I want that one. I said, Phew. It's on and popping, so we had the date. We have the date set and shit. But Donald Cerrone went out there and he just dominated. Leg kicks took over. You, if you don't have any game plan for the leg kicks, and your game plan, like Ally Quintas is, was uh, to stand flat footed in front of Donald Cerrone, you're gonna eat a ton of leg kicks. If you do that against a guy like Gaethje, you're gonna eat a ton of leg kicks. You do that against a guy like Edson Barbosa, you're gonna eat a ton of leg kicks. And I don't know uh, when you're training. You're, you're taking a lot of leg kicks uh, throughout training, but you're usually taking them with pads on. If you're not, you're just a fucking savage. But usually you have pads on, depending on what type of kickboxers you have in there. Um, some are kick-oriented. Some really aren't. Um, but Donald Cerrone was just attacking the inside and the outside. That fucking leg of, of Ally Quintas looked like it had gangrene. Looked like they were going to have to amputate that shit right after the fucking fight uh, backstage or some shit. I mean, he was just eating them up with those, slowed them down, um, kept the jab in his face. Um, Donald Donald Cerrone is still very hittable. That's why I, it's, the, it's the problem with Donald um, is he's he's right up to he's he's one of the best fighters in the world, but he's not the top top level. He's just underneath the top level. I don't think he'll ever. I think he's right in position for a title shot. I think either with, with him. Uh, there's no waiting, so he's not going to wait for Khabib and, and, and Poirier to fight. I mean, that was another one thing that would make sense, but they're not going to fight until like October. Cerrone could probably have two fights in by the time October rolls around. And that's usually, that's been one of his downfalls. He fights so much that he's bound to lose fights and that drops him out of contention. That, and he's just not the top, tippy top, uh, 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 the cream of the crop. 
He's had the best career in the UFC. He has 23 wins in the UFC. He has literally, if you wanted to be a UFC, if you want to be a UFC fighter, you want your career to be like Donald Cerrone. He has like 11 losses, 30-something wins, but it doesn't matter. Losses don't matter. He's had longevity. He's, he's always in main events. He's always in great fights. People love Donald Cerrone. And here he is again whooping some youngster's ass who was supposed to be on his way to a title shot, who's claimed to fame. This motherfucker, Al, Al Quinta, his claim to fame was a loss this motherfucker's talking shit about a loss <clears throat> talking about how good he was against Khabib he, he was just happy to go five rounds Connor couldn't go five rounds so that was this dude's uh, uh, claim to fame I ate it up I was like yo he did go five rounds with Khabib Nurmagomedov so what he got his ass beat for five fucking rounds they, they show highlights of him landing like the four punches that he landed the whole time and said he did he you know he came with with some heat no he didn't he got his ass whooped uh he didn't get finished because he wasn't Conor McGregor. He, Khabib had no had no interest in in Al Iaquinta. He wasn't the same Khabib that fought. You can't tell me that the Khabib that fought Al Iaquinta was the Khabib that fought Conor McGregor. No fucking way. Con that Khabib wanted to kill Conor McGregor. That Khabib wanted didn't give a fuck about Al Iaquinta. He carried him through the end of that motherfucking fight. So it was a bloated uh, loss that he counted as a victory. Um, but Donald Cerrone, man, uh, he's done it again. So he either waits for the title shot, which you could do, but he's not going to. You got to give him Conor McGregor. It's the only fight to fucking make for this dude. Or or somehow, some way, you talk Nate Diaz to coming back and give him that Nate Diaz fight. He lost to Nate Diaz back in the day. Um, lost... He was getting stomped. That was a three-round fight. Fight. Uh, Nate was putting hands all over Donald Cerrone in those first... Two rounds, round three, the tides changed completely. Donald Cerrone started landing some, uh, he was landing some slick little trips. He was landing some big leg kicks. He started doing Donald Cerrone shit. The problem, another problem with Donald Cerrone is his lack of head movement, his lack of movement, period. His head's up on a totem pole. It's always straight up in the air. You know where it's going to be. He's an easy target to hit. Even in this Al Quinta fight, he ate a lot of goddamn punches because he doesn't slip punches ever very rarely does he do that um so that's been a downfall so that fight that fight would make sense or a tony ferguson so those are three names you could throw out there that would that would be um good consolation prizes other than fighting for the for the title um he could win all three of those fights um he could lose all three of those fights if you would have asked me right after connor beat um uh, who was the last, uh, um, Eddie Alvarez, after he beat Eddie Alvarez, I would have said there's no fuck, and I did say there's no fucking way Donald Cerrone could fuck with, with Conor McGregor, he was just on too much, but now Conor McGregor's falling in love with his left hand, um, he doesn't set it up very well, the, the, the movement isn't there like it used to be, the angles off of his punches aren't there anymore, he's just kind of leaving his, uh, his, his jab hand out there as a measuring tool, and then just tries to reach with left hands the whole fight, and, and that style, uh, is played out, when you get outstruck by Khabib Nurmagomedov and you're supposed to be one of the best strikers of all time, you're a guy who fought, who just threw hands with Floyd Mayweather and you come and get outstruck by Khabib, um, some shit's up, the gig's up. Um, so I would actually, uh, I would pick Donald Cerrone. And I never thought I would have said that against Conor McGregor. I think that's a tough, you don't have the cardio. He ain't going to have the cardio. So after the rounds two, it's going to be all Donald Cerrone. And he ain't, he, he's got a, a different style than, than, uh, than Nate Diaz, um, straightforward, he's gonna punish you with a ton of leg kicks, Conor McGregor, we haven't seen him against a real good leg kicker, um, there's a lot, uh, it's just gonna be an uphill battle for Conor McGregor, that's if Conor McGregor has a yet to step back in this motherfucker, I don't know that he does, I think he's looking at this and he, he realizes, uh, it might be up, man, um, the, the, everybody's caught up to him, 
You know, taking more time off isn't isn't you know doing you any good. You either get in there and fight, or you get your motherfucking ass to fuck out of there. Um, but next up, we got uh, this weekend. We got I love this shit. Um, there's two women's sports, and I ain't trying to be no sexist little mark ass buster, nothing like that. There's nothing wrong with women's sports, um, but you know I you I gotta call it like it is. You know WNBA shit's whack. It's just whack. I, I'm sorry. You know I I can't watch that shit, um, but I can fucks with women's soccer. We got the women's World Cup coming up, which is is fucking dope. It's way better than men's World Cup because men's U.S. soccer um, is fucking trash. We went over that in the last uh, uh, World Cup when the when the U.S. men's team didn't even qualify. I said they had to um, identify as a women's soccer team and maybe they would make it into the World Cup. I've been looking to see if I see any suspicious looking uh, um, women's soccer teams out there trying to qualify for this year's um, World Cup. I don't see any, um, but the point is, uh, women's World Cup is dope, and women's fighting is dope. In this fight this weekend, Rose Namajunas versus Jessica Andrade, a motherfucking dope fight. This is a really dope fight. Um, this this whole uh, weight class, 115, is always a, 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 at least the top tier fighters in this are always are always dope. Uh, Rose, um, she's probably of all the champions that are champions right now, she's the least dominant. She's the one that you're you're kind of like. Um, I don't know. Um, Valentina Shevchenko just won the 125-pound uh, title. I don't think there's anybody at 125 that's going to beat her. I think she's fighting like Jessica I or some shit. Jessica I's got that, that uh, salty like 6-6 six and six record or some shit like that. That's how uh, depleted the 125 is right now. Um, but uh, So we have Jessica Andrade um, versus uh, Rose Yunus. I'm picking. Damn, this is a tough fight. Yo, uh, Jessica Andrade, she has she has trouble with rangy stand up fighters. She had trouble um, with Yunyechik, Yoana Yunyechik. She fought her for the title. She looked good. Uh, Jessica uh, Andrade looked good in that first round. Landed some big overhand rights. Worked her way in really well. Kind of just bullied her way in. Kind of caught Yunyechik uh, uh, off guard a little bit. Second round on, Joanna uh, started pumping that jab, started getting finding that distance, started landing those kicks, throwing those teep kicks in there, and kind of neutralized on Andrade. Really uh, aggressive um, style. She just likes to go straight forward. She's um, she's just one of those wide punches. She's like a little Vanderlei Silva uh, type of puncher. Um, she's you know Ro- Rose Namajunas got the length. Uh, got the power. You seen her knock knock Yoana uh, uh off her ass. Um, so I'm a I'm gonna go very close fight. Uh, Jessica Andrade is gonna be in this. I think it's gonna be a decision. I don't see either one finishing the other. Um, it's gonna be a complete stand up fight. Rose has got to establish establish that um, those jabs. Stand, establish those jabs. Don't come in throwing uh, lead hooks like she did against Yoana. Um, um, that's just gonna allow. Uh, Andrade to get inside on her. Um, keep that distance. Then we have Anderson, old ass Silva fighting Jet Jerry Cannonier. Ah, what the fuck? You think Anderson Silva's gonna win a fucking fight? No. Uh, I- I'm gonna take Jerry Cannonier. I don't even. I've seen the guy fight a few times. Um, nothing, nothing special. But Anderson Silva, come on, man. Uh, it's time. It's time to go to one FC. It's time to to take your ass over to to the Vietnam jungles of one FC. Uh, meet up with Demetrius Johnson. Uh, uh, 
start uh, getting on that uh, that TJ Dillashaw uh, workout routine legally now over in the jungles of Vietnam and start fighting over there and, and get on that fucking Vitor fucking TRT shit again and just bring back the old Anderson Silva. This this played out uh, Anderson Silva just kind of hanging on, uh, fighting scrubs now all of a sudden. It's not a good look. Go over there. Um, go over there to the to the fucking Congo jungle or wherever the fuck they're fighting in one FC and, and beat those dudes asses and look like a monster doing it. Jose Aldo um is fighting Volkanovski. This is a tough fight to pick, man. Um it worries me that Jose Aldo didn't want the main event. He didn't want a main event. He wanted to fight three rounds. Uh, maybe he's taking a lot of damage. Maybe he just doesn't want to train for a five-round fight, doesn't want the cardio. Maybe he knows rounds four and five really aren't that good for him. Maybe he just wants to, you know, put everything into rounds one through three. Uh, shit. Volkanovski has been a motherfucker as of late. Jose Aldo came off of a big win. Um... Who did he fight? Who the f- the guy, uh, homeboy for uh, Rependego, uh, the, the infamous. Who the fuck is that guy? Um, Jeremy Stevens. That's right, Jeremy Stevens. The who who the fuck is that guy? Guy, uh, Jose Aldo, uh, body shot, liver shot at that motherfucker, put him down. Uh, that was gonna be a good fight. So Aldo did come back after uh, you know some bad Max Holloway losses. This is a tough fight. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go upset. I'm gonna go upset. I would have to think that. Um, is where the fuck is this fight? It's it's in Brazil. Okay, so definitely Volkanovski has to be a, a underdog in this shit. I'll go with the dog. I'll take I'll, I'll take Volkanovski on this shit. Uh, and then Tiago Alves is always a scary motherfucker to fight, but he hasn't won a fight in a long time, so I'll pick whoever the fuck is fighting against him. Francisco Tronaldo is, is a motherfucking gorilla. This dude's a motherfucking beast. He's like 45 years old with fucking 25-year-old man strength. Like, this dude is is a motherfucker. So, uh, Diego Fiera is a dope fighter, too. I'm just gonna take Trinaldo on that shit. Fuck it. Um, that's how we're gonna do that shit. Oh, yeah, we also had Greg Hardy. If y'all didn't see, I don't know why they keep giving this motherfucker Greg Hardy. Um, they basically co-main event. He had the co-main event on the Jacare fights. Uh, and he fought some dude that literally, I swear to you, on my life, I swear to you, I would have done a better job against Greg Hardy than the dude that they put in there. They got like some janitor from the fucking Flying J or some shit to come in here and fight this dude. Uh, homeboy was out there mopping floors and shit. And they're like, hey, can you come fight this dude? And he's like, all right. This dude had straight up like like bitch titties. Like he had like those muscular bitch titties. He's like went to 7-Eleven and ate up all them little fucking testosterone pills on his way to the fucking arena or some shit. Um, and then he proceeded to literally cower. This dude ran away for about a minute, ran away on a backpedaling and then uh, ran his back up against the cage and, and crawled into the fetal position and let Har- Greg Hardy beat him. Dana White was pissed off. I was pissed off at Dana White for being pissed off at this motherfucker because who the fuck put that motherfucker in the goddamn cage to begin with? It was you, Dana White. You had to have known this dude was on some bitch-ass shit. You had to uh, recognize the bitch-assness in this motherfucker's eyes when you signed him to the motherfucking contract. You knew what the fuck you were doing. Giving this, Give Greg Hardy a real motherfucking fighter. Give him a real motherfucker. He wants to be in the fucking UFC, then he's got to be in the UFC. You don't go to the NFL and get to play fucking uh, uh, Canadian team league uh, teams. You don't go to the NBA and play G League teams. 
You go to the UFC, you fight real professional motherfucking fighters. Not Flying J janitors, motherfucker. Uh, uh, not, not the fucking stock boy um, from Bed Bath & Beyond. Not, nothing like that. Not the fucking cook from uh, Panera Bread. Nothing like that. You fight UFC motherfucking fighters. Uh, um, give them anybody. Give them Nganu. Throw them right to the motherfucking wolves. Something like that. Give them, give them, uh, give them, um, who just fought? Uh, Overeem. Overeem. Didn't he just win? Give him fucking Overeem. Let Overeem just end his fucking career before it gets started. Something like that, man. Quit letting this dude, uh, 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 feel himself all over TV and shit. This motherfucker, man. Fuck him. Um, fuck else we got. Um, that's pretty much, uh, we had some good boxing matches. We had Canelo. Um, Canelo fought, uh, uh, Jacobs, uh, Daniel Jacobs, solid fight, Daniel Jacobs, um, took the middle rounds, gave up too much in the first, uh, in the first, like, six rounds, um, Canelo has this problem where he's just, he, he fades, he fades, and then he try and then he, I don't know if he just, like, saves himself to, to make a strong ending, because he, the last round is always Canelo's, he always comes on strong in the last round, but the, the, you know, and he always starts strong, but the middle rounds, he really struggles in, um, definitely beatable, uh, Daniel Jacobs gave, uh, Triple G all he can handle a couple years ago when, when, when they fought, um, good matchup, uh, next for Canelo, I don't fucking know. Um, boxing's a, a weird fucking sport. Let's see who the who the who the champs are right now. Um, when it comes to that weight, there's so many fucking weight classes in boxing. Nobody even fucking knows, man. Let's see. So we got um, we got Anthony Joshua up there, Sergey. Look at all these. Canelo Alvarez. So he has uh, Demetrius Andrade. I've seen him fight once or twice. He's he's pretty fucking sm- uh, dope. I think the Charlo brothers are in the mix there. Give him one of the Charlo brothers. Give Canelo one of the Charlo brothers. Those motherfuckers are bad. Um, you could give him uh, you could give him one, uh, Jared Hurd. Jared Hurd's out there. Fucking, he's about to fight this weekend. That's a big fight. Um, you had Terrence Crawford win a big fight. I know he's not going to go up. Well, they could make up if they if they met at like 154. Crawford fights at 147, maybe something like that. But Crawford versus Earl Spence is 100% next. That shit's going to be fucking flames. Um, so some good some good boxing went down. Uh, check that shit out. We're gonna keep moving right the fuck along. You know what? Let me take a little fucking break. Let me wet my motherfucking whistle, aka let me rip a fucking mid podcast fucking bow. I'm gonna hit y'all with some dope ass beats. Hit them with them dope beats. Dope-ass shit coming soon. Your boy B. Moody Hank. Seth Gecko be rocking on that shit real soon. Uh, let's move along. Let's talk about some Game of Thrones. Let's really fucking change shit up. Game of Thrones. First of all, public service announcement to all you ladies out there. Simmer the fuck down. These ladies are out here uh, wilding out about Arya Stark. If you haven't... Look, spoiler alert, motherfuckers. If you haven't seen this shit already... 
Fuck you. I ain't fucking not talking about this shit. Arya Stark killed the motherfucking White King, the Night King, whatever the fuck his name is. The ugly ass motherfucking dead zombie uh, dude, the main fucking guy. Arya came out of nowhere and, and stabbed this motherfucker in his goddamn chest plate. And now ladies are out here uh, acting like Arya Stark is out here in real life killing Night Kings and shit. Simmer the fuck down. She didn't, that shit is, is fake. It's a goddamn TV show. And out here fucking uh, Arya Stark uh, pride and shit. Like, yo, she didn't actually do that shit. It was written. It, it was an act. Uh, but uh, shit was dope. A lot of people hating on that episode, uh, the uh, Long Night episode, where it was basically the Battle of Winterfell. Motherfuckers hating they couldn't see it. They all this shit. Shut the fuck up, man. That shit was dope. That was one of the best. That was the best. That right there with the Red Wedding. Uh, right there with uh, when uh, Joffrey gets killed and shit. Those are the best episodes. And when uh, Littlefinger goes down and shit. Oh, I just spoiled the whole motherfucking shit for you. I just spoiled the whole motherfucking shit. Fuck your spoilers, man. It's already been a... This ain't like that, homie. I know. Look, there was a homie um, outside of the Endgame. Endgame, the... Uh, what is that shit? The, the Marvel comic shit? I don't, I don't fuck with the, with, the, with the Marvel comic movies. I, I just don't. I'm not saying it's whack or nothing like that. Simmer down. I ain't saying it's whack. I ain't calling y'all some doofuses or anything like that. Some dweebs and shit. Uh, you are. Uh, but... Uh, and there were some people waiting outside to watch, uh, what is it, Avengers? Avengers um, Endgame, which is like the ending, I guess, for the Avengers series, at least so far, they say. there's oh, They're comic books. They can fucking start them up again whenever the fuck they want. But anyways, this homie was outside, uh, and I guess people were waiting in line to get into the to the movie, to watch some, this movie. And this dude, I don't know how the fuck he did it, if he got on a loudspeaker and some shit. He starts uh, giving all the fucking, he just starts yelling spoilers and shit. It's for no fucking reason at all. And guess what happened to him? He got his ass duffed out on the fucking spot. The nerds were not fucking playing around. It was like game time. All these, uh, uh, what are them dudes? The, uh, all the LARPers in the crowd. All the motherfucking dudes that go out there and pretend that they're like superheroes and shit. Really got their chance to, uh, to bust out their real superpowers. Ran over there and duffed this motherfucker out on site. There was people saying, oh, why do you got to duff him out and shit? Because that's just a real shitty thing to do. If you do that, and LaShawn McCoy, I'm looking at you too. This motherfucker goes on Twitter and, and starts uh, tweeting uh, spoilers for the shit on like the day it came out and shit. Come on, man. It's one thing to talk about it a month after it came out and shit. But the day it comes out, you're out there just to be a dick for no other reason than just to be a fucking dick. That's just a shitty thing to do. You just want to do something to upset people. And people who do things to just for the sole fact of trying to uh, upset people, you're a douchebag, and you deserve to get your ass beat. If more people were getting duffed out in the street uh, uh, for just random fuckery, we wouldn't have so much random fuckery. You know what I mean? So these these nerds, uh, you fucked with the wrong goddamn nerds. You out there? He got stomped the fuck out, um, and he should. You got nobody, uh, nobody to blame but your fucking self. Uh, if you didn't put yourself in that situation on the air horn up there fucking talking about uh, Thanos uh, kills um, Iron Man or some shit. I don't even know if that happened. So if it happened, my fucking bad. I'm just making this shit up. I don't know. I've never seen any of them shit. So that's not a spoiler for any of you motherfuckers who might see the shit. But if, you know, Thanos killed Thor or some shit, I don't know. Uh, you know, you just don't need to be telling motherfuckers like that. You know, are, are there about to see the shit. 
You know, now if it was today and you were out there on your bullhorn, I'd be like, okay, I guess, you know, it's kind of still fucked up, but you had enough time to go watch that shit, but um, not the day it fucking came out. I mean, shit, that's some fucked up shit. But anyways, Game of Thrones is, is popping off. I, I'm, I fucks with it heavy. I'm not one of these little fucking uh, motherfuckers who, who hate on everything and I couldn't see the dragons. I couldn't see the dead walkers. That was the fucking point. The point was to be like you were in the battle. There was a blizzard going on. It was dark. You couldn't see shit. You got to see what they see. That's that's the point. That's fucking dope. I I I thought it was I, I thought it was dope. And then Arya Stark comes out of nowhere and stabs the motherfucker. And and, and they had like. You see these reaction videos, motherfuckers on YouTube, like, that's the new shit, is like, reaction, people reacting to things, they had, like, people at bars and shit, and they were recording them watching this, and people are cheering, like, they won the, the Super Bowl and shit, like, their team just won the Super Bowl, like, um, like, America just won the war on drugs or some shit, they're out here fucking doing handstands, they're out flipping cars over and starting fires and shit in the streets and, and, and throwing rocks at police and shit, not that much, but, you know, you get the fucking point, they're out here fucking going crazy, because Arya's Stark, um, you know, killed the fucking Night King, and, and, and now everybody's, you know, all these ladies coming out here, Arya Stark pride and shit, I get it, but, you know, simmer the fuck down with that shit, you know that shit's fake, right, somebody wrote, some old fat white dude with a beard wrote that shit, basically, I know he didn't, hasn't finished the books, but he has been collaborating, R.R. Martin, he, you know, uh, I, I read, motherfuckers. Believe it or not, I read. I'm about to start this fucking series. So, uh, motherfucking, your homie reads so much, I read every single Stephen King novel ever written. Know about that shit. We'll get onto that some other day. I'll put you onto all that Stephen King shit some other time. Um, but Game of Thrones is popping off. That shit has been dope. Um, so go check that shit out. Uh, what else do we got? We got the NBA playoffs out here popping on and fucking popping, man. The Lakers are a fucking sad mess. The Lakers have become the Knicks, like, almost literally overnight. When the Lakers signed LeBron James back last summer, I said they would miss the playoffs. Now, I also said the Pelicans were going to go to the finals and all this shit. Uh, let's, let's keep that shit out of it. That's not important right now. What's important is that I said that the Lakers would miss the playoffs. And then maybe around January, March, you have to go back and check the podcast, which episode. Um, I said Jeannie Buss should trade this motherfucker, LeBron James. This motherfucker needs to go. He needs to go. You didn't believe me then. Now look at you now. You ain't got shit. Now you motherfuckers are out here uh, low-balling. Uh, uh, you're spitting in his face. He wants uh, uh, Ty Lue to be the coach. Um, and, and, and they low-ball him. Uh, they basically say uh, we tried, but they didn't really try. So now the Lakers are just in complete and utter fucking shambles. Uh, it's it's a it's, it's a fucking soap opera. Now LeBron James is probably contemplating, plating, forcing a trade. Maybe he wants out. Maybe the Pelicans trade AD for LeBron. I wouldn't mind having LeBron for about a year and a half, you know, or so. I think this is the last year that he's going to be relevant. I'll take him for a fucking year for AD. AD ain't done shit for us anyways. So maybe we can make that fucking happen. Or we just trade him, or he just goes to the LA Sparks with AD also, and maybe they can fucking win a title together that way. Uh, because I don't see any team with uh, AD actually winning a fucking title. Um, but the playoffs have been fucking dope. Um, KD, uh, Kevin Durant went down yesterday, looked like an Achilles uh, tear. Maybe, hopefully he's all right. Homie came up limping. Uh, 
didn't look good when it happened live. Um, but they, you know, the 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 Warriors hung on. They beat the, the Rockets. I don't know if they're going to be able to win this series without KD though. Um, Steph and Clay are going to go back to the old Steph and Clay. Um, but they've been real cold lately. So th- this is wide open. The NBA is finally wide open. The Bucks, the fucking Bucks, for the first time in my life are actually relevant, and I think they're the front runners. Them and the Raptors. The Raptors versus the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals is going to be the shit to fucking watch. That shit is going to be on and popping. You got the Denver Nuggets out here trying to be somebody. The Nuggets, the Bucks, the, the, the fucking Raptors. It's crazy. A lot of new teams up in the mix right now. Uh, the Trailblazers are a bunch of motherfuckers over there. So, um, you know, if the Pelicans, you know, if, if Bron, that motherfucker, didn't, didn't fuck our goddamn season up, uh, who knows? We could have made that. We could have made the playoffs if if AD was playing the whole season, um, with his heart in it, his heart fully in it. We could have snuck into the playoffs. We swept the Trailblazers. We swept their bitch asses last year. Um, there's no reason we couldn't be in the conference finals this year. Like I said, I said we'd actually be in the finals. I actually said we win the finals. But don't worry about what the fuck I'd be saying. Uh, moving. Oh, that, that that brings me to this shit. That brings me to this shit. This 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 young lady, Aisha Curry. Um, I don't know if y'all um, caught this shit, but she was on. What was she on? She was on a Jada Pinkett show. I don't even know what the fuck that. I didn't know Jada Pinkett had a had a show. Maybe it's a YouTube show or some shit like that. But she was on there, and she was saying, uh, talking about how uh, women throw themselves at at Steph Curry. Um, and I get it, Steph Curry. She's probably like thinking to herself, this dude ain't even all that. You know, he's a, he's kind of a, a, a weird, doofy-looking motherfucker. You know, I I, I just kind of pity-fucked him, and it turned into the fucking jackpot or some shit. Maybe she's all fucking pissed off or some shit. Uh, a pity-fuck turned into the jackpot. She she hit the fucking lottery with that shit. And now she's out here talking about how women throw themselves at, at, um, at Steph Curry. Of course they do. He's a fucking NBA player, and he makes tens of millions of dollars a fucking year. That's all bitches need, homie. That's all they fucking need. They just need money. They see money, they'll fucking throw themselves at anything. You could be a fucking a troll living under a motherfucking bridge. Uh, you, you you put a fucking million dollars next to him. You have you have Betty's lined up to meet this motherfucker like it's the bachelor. So then Aisha Curry gets mad and starts talking about not gets mad, but she starts talking about how she gets depressed because no guys hit on her. Like zero dudes. She's like, I get no attention from men at all while Steph is getting women thrown at him left and right. I get no play. I get no burn, she's saying. I get no burn on the sidelines. I'm sitting on the sidelines over here and motherfuckers aren't even looking twice at me. Who gives a fuck, Aisha fucking Curry? You're married with three motherfucking kids. Why should they be looking at you? Why would they be looking at you? They know you're Steph. If I'm over here and I see you and I want to holler at you, you're, you're a bad-looking Betty. You're a bad-looking Betty. You are. But I know you're with Steph. What the fuck I got to offer? Fucking pack of bubble gum and this fucking three-inch little wiener? I know I ain't got shit to offer you. I know I don't got a chance. Most of these dudes walking by, they know they don't got a fucking chance. How are they going to do better than Steph Curry? The motherfucker's got his own shoes. This dude's fucking you with his own shoes on. They say his name on his shoes. Which is paying for the bed he's fucking you in. And you out here worried about other dudes looking at you and shit. Keep your fucking head on the fucking, on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize, Aisha Curry. Why don't you worry about getting attention from your man? From, from, from the baddest motherfucking shooter in the history of the NBA. You, you, you were the fucking baddest shooter. The best shooter in the NBA ever. 
and you worried that 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 fucking Joe Schmo at the fucking Valero pumping gas isn't looking at you, ain't, ain't, ain't fucking hollering at you. You don't have the dudes sliding into your real life DMs and shit. You know, you you're, you're fucking the waiter at fucking uh, BJ's restaurant isn't isn't over here sliding you his number and shit. If I'm if I'm fucking Steph. I'm looking, I'm giving this chick mad fucking side eye. And I blame Aisha for him being all fucked up in the last couple games. This motherfucker out here missing, uh, throwing up ugly shots. This dude looking like like Lonzo Curry. Looking like Lonzo Ball out here. Lonzo Curry out here taking shots and shit. And I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. Like, what the fuck is going on? And then Clay's out here fucking shooting air balls and shit up until last night. And I'm wondering, did Aisha try to make a make a play on, on Clay? Is he now he's all fucked up too? I don't know what the fuck go, uh, fuck's going on, but this this Aisha Curry out here uh, got got Steph Curry all fucked up in the head. Now he's looking around. He's he's looking at the elite security guards and shit, wondering if they're gonna be starting to holler at. Basically, she's saying, "Holler at me, dudes. Legs is open. It, 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 I'm open for fucking business. That's what she's saying. Holler at me, basically on, on, on fucking TV or YouTube or whatever the fuck it is." She's 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 begging. She's begging. She's making public service announcements for dick for dudes to throw dick at her. While her husband is in a, a, a fucking tough fucking series trying to win another uh, another chip and, and, and tens of millions more dollars for you to fucking lavish in. You out here, now he's got to worry that you're out here fucking smashing uh, the fucking uh, Zamboni driver or some shit uh, at halftime. What the fuck's going on, uh, Aisha? Get your shit together out here talking about bitching and moaning and nobody uh, fucking giving you any looks. I'll give you some looks. I'll give you some looks, whatever. I ain't got much else. Motion of the ocean. I got some I got some waves. I got high tide, young lady. I got the high tide. <sighs> fucking ladies, man. They're never never fucking satisfied. You get the fucking, you hit the grab, you hit the jackpot. This dude, you couldn't get anything more. You couldn't get better than Stephen Curry. Ever. Since you guys were in high school or some shit, this dude's taking care of you. This dude's giving you everything you ever wanted. You couldn't do better. He's never treat. He's never. He's not out there doing the. You know, doing the old fucking uh, Tyreek Hill slapping chicks up. He ain't doing the uh, the Kareem Hunt throwing you down. He ain't doing the 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 Ray. Uh, what what was homeboy? Um, homeboy punching chicks out in, in in the fucking elevator. Is that what the fuck you want? Something would be happy. She'd be happier if she fucking ran into uh, Ray Rice. Ray Rice, that motherfucker. She'd be she she want she if she was in an elevator with Ray Rice. She'd be trying to get hollered at and not even realize she was in extreme danger. She wouldn't give a fuck. She just, she'd be more concerned that Ray Rice was, was looking her up and down and gave her his number or some shit like that. You need to get your motherfucking priorities straight, young lady. Uh, or oh, holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. I'm on that Kodak Black shit right now. Holler at your boy. I could give you a month to mourn and then I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Aisha. <sighs> Moving right along. You know what? Let me let me wet my motherfucking whistle. I need I need the home stretch. This is a home stretch. I need to rip that. I, what do I got? I got the banana OG. I hit I hit the biodiesel again last. I'm gonna hit that. I'm gonna hit that banana OG right now. I'm gonna hit that banana OG and I'm gonna come right back and I'm gonna leave y'all with this dope ass motherfucking beat. Hit him.
quick little break, a little re-up. Uh, Popeye needed me spinach. Uh, rip that shit real quick. Come back up in here. I was going to hit the banana OG, but then I realized that shit's an indica. We ain't fucking with the indica this early. We sticking with the sativa, the more upper, the more creative high. Um, now you know the secret behind the Whiskey Sick Podcast. You know what powers the Whiskey Sick Podcast. It's just that fucking greenery. And shout out, shout out to Colorado Colorado, uh, just the fucking innovators. Just you know, I listen. I've been to I've been to Colorado a few times, and I've hated it every fucking time I've been there. Um, but from the outside looking in, I I salute you. Um, they were the first to make any kind of moves in the in the marijuana game. They had it decriminalized first before California. Then they had it legalized first before California recreationally. And uh, now they've decriminalized shrooms, mushrooms, magic motherfucking mushrooms. And I have no reason to believe California ain't going to be next. Um, a lot of shit going down with mushrooms. If you listen to the greatest podcast ever made, the Joe Rogan podcast, you know that he's, he's a huge fan of mushrooms. He had some dude on uh, last summer, I think it was, uh, talking. It was a whole like three hours talking about mushrooms. It's crazy what they can do with mushrooms. I'm talking PTSD, uh, reversing Alzheimer's, getting motherfuckers off of meth and, and crazy people that have you know breaks in, in, in their psyche, have psychotic episodes and shit. Like they can treat all that with mushrooms. Like they were, he was saying some shit like a third of the earth, a third of the entire earth is covered in mushrooms. And they're, they're, they're fucking, you know, people call them drugs when they call marijuana drugs and shit. No, and they compare them. They're like, oh, well, 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 Coke grows too in, in, in the natural. No, you don't, you don't smoke or, or snort or, or inject cocoa leaves. They have to be broken down and cooked and other shit added to it and, and all sorts of shit. Just like heroin, just like meth, poppy seeds. You don't just uh, uh, smoke poppy seeds. Uh, it's not like that. It is like that for weed, though. You just pick it and smoke it. And, and with, with shrooms, you just pick them and you eat them or you pick them and make a disgusting fucking tea out of them. And, and they literally taste like shit. Um, but you do it and you go fucking uh, amazing places and, and you see crazy things. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Your boy Moody Hanks fucked with the with the magic mushrooms a couple times in his life, and, and it's never disappointed. So shout out to Colorado for making yet another huge uh, leap um, for all of mankind and decriminalizing. It just means you can't get busted, really, for, for, for fucking having shrooms on you. And I don't know any people that really travel with shrooms. Shrooms aren't a traveling drug. Like, or here I am calling it a drug. Aren't a traveling uh, 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 medication. <laughs> you like that shit um just weed is though weed you carry on and you, you can smoke wherever you're just gonna smoke it you know in in the fucking mall and out of a sneaker toke out of a one or some shit or before you go into the dmb or the fucking uh grocery store or some shit shrooms ain't really like that if you're gonna do shrooms and you want to get into the shroom game uh uh either be by yourself or be with some homies you really trust not to take advantage of you uh sexually emotionally physically anything like that you just want to you want to have a safe space maybe go to a college campus um, you know, the U- UCs come to California, the, those, uh, the UC schools are, are all a bunch of bitches, and I'm sure they have a, a ton of fucking safe spaces, probably every hundred feet, uh, that you could fucking hide in and do some shrooms, that's the kind of, uh, uh, environment that you want to be doing some shrooms in, a nice relaxed environment, and then just enjoy the ride, you don't want to be, uh, eating a bunch of caps and, and stems and, 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 and driving somewhere on that shit, um, don't do that shit, um, it, it's, it's, t- you shouldn't be smoking weed and doing 
doing that shit either. Let's be real, but who doesn't do that shit? Who hasn't been doing that shit since they were 18 and didn't? Who didn't do that shit just yesterday? I don't fucking know. Um, but definitely don't be eating shrooms and, and rolling around um, uh, town with fucking dilated pupils and shit drooling all over yourself, staring at the lights and shit. You don't want to. You don't want to be that guy. Uh, you don't want to end up on World Star like that shit. Especially you out there in Colorado on the first fucking day that it's like decriminalized. Don't you all be fucking uh, uh, ruining it for everybody fucking else. Act responsibly, motherfuckers. Uh, moving right along, we had the NFL draft. New York Giants are a bunch of dipshits. I, I think it's being ran by Genie Bus. It's got to be. Genie Bus must be running the Giants and the motherfucking Lakers. Uh, and the Lakers. Uh, the Giants picked Daniel Jones. Who? Daniel Jones. Who? Daniel Jones. I don't know who the fuck that was. I was giggling in my little fucking, in my whitey tights, man, in my chone chones. I was sitting here rocking the chonies and, and murder ones strictly uh only and watching the fucking draft knowing we didn't that we as in the d boys in case you're new to the fucking podcast d boys or die bitches uh we didn't have a uh first pick because we we used our first pick last year for amari cooper basically um and we watched the giants we were thinking they were gonna go with haskins why not if you're gonna take a qb why not and the other one was already taken uh kyle murray why not you know but they go with daniel jacobs who it just came out. Other teams wanted him to transfer and be a tight end, not a quarterback on some Tim Tebow shit. Like, make him a tight end. There was teams asking him if he'd be a tight end. And these motherfuckers took him with the sixth overall fucking pick, man. It doesn't get fucking better than that. Now, hey, maybe maybe he turns out to be the next Tom Brady and I'll eat crow just like I did with my Pelicans in the NBA Finals pick. Maybe. But I fucking doubt it. I fucking doubt it. And another thing. I got to get on you. I'm sorry, my man Chris Mortensen. This dude... You gotta get him off TV. You gotta. He's like he's like Dick Clark at the end. You remember at the Dick Clark would do the uh, New Year's Eve uh, rocking New Year's Eve show or some shit, and then he had like a stroke, and they kept putting him on for like ten more years after that shit, and he was sounding like he was sounding all fucked up in the game, man. He couldn't even put fucking sentences together and shit. It just sounded really bad. And they're like, you gotta get this guy. It's kind of like um, uh, you're making fun of him. It's disrespectful to leave him on the air. You got to drag this motherfucker off. Well, Chris Mortensen's out here. He's out here on TV doing the NFL draft. You know, on with that with that Terry Schiavo style, man. He's on that fucking coma, on the edge of a coma fucking style out here. My my fucking man's over here choking on one syllable words. Uh, poor Adam Schefter sitting right next to him. He doesn't know he doesn't know if he's supposed to act or not. Is he supposed to jump in and do the Heimlich maneuver on this motherfucker? Or or is he all right? He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. This dude stuttering Stanley over here. He's he's he, he sounds like he he's he's Terry Schiavo out there trying to talk and shit. It, it's a it's a bad fucking look uh, for all of ESPN to let this guy. I think he did have a stroke. If he did, I, I'm sorry. You know, I, I get it because I remember he used to be uh, real light footed, real 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 twinkle toes. He, he was light on his feet, quick on his toes. Um, he, he was a smart dude. Now you know, I, I remember just turning on seeing him one day like a couple years ago, and I was like. Motherfucking Mortensen got a, a drinking habit or some shit. Is he sipping moron juice before the show? Uh, what what fuck's going on with my man Mort over here? But yeah, I think he I think he did have a, a now that I'm thinking about. It, I think he did have a stroke. But get the motherfucker off TV. He ain't gonna drag it. Clearly, he ain't gonna drag his own ass off TV. So you guys gotta get him off. This dude's over here. He can't even finish the motherfucking sentence. Uh, the worst they say the worst thing you can do to a stutterer is finish the sentence for him. It just it just fucking pisses him off. Um. 
finishing, they're all, all finishing his motherfucking sentence because we don't got that much time, man. They're already announcing the next pick, and this dude's still talking about, you know, Daniel Jacobs. Man, that was that was 18 picks ago, my homie. Uh, get your shit together, uh, Chris Mortensen, ESPN. Get that motherfucker off the goddamn air. Sorry, went off on a motherfucking tangent. Um, I didn't see nothing that impressed me in the NFL. I didn't see no. I didn't see shit. I think the Steelers got a dope, uh, dope linebacker who was a bad motherfucker. Um, the fucking the fucking Seahawks. God damn, they got that DK Metcalf. I don't know why he fell. So uh, just based on looks, this dude's like a, a fucking GI Joe. He's 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 fucking crazy. This dude DK Metcalf is like. A monster. He's like the next Megatron, maybe. I thought he was pretty dope in high in, in college. I think he played for Ole Miss. I remember seeing him. I, I, I didn't know he was like a mid-third round. I, I, he went like in the 50s, 60s or something like that. I thought he was going to go. I wouldn't have minded if the if the D-Boys drafted him with their second-round pick. You put DK Metcalf and Amari Cooper and, and, J, and uh, Michael Gallup out there together, that ain't a bad fucking look. Uh, but the the Seahawks, you know, they get him. Um, they've they've had pretty solid wide receivers over there. They needed something for Russell Wilson out there, and Russell Wilson did a lot with a little last year. Almost came back and beat the Cowboys in stunning fashion. We fucking on some moron shit. Let him back into the at the very end of that game. Took a fucking onside kick uh, to gave off a fucking embarrassing loss. Uh, but they, they they came up fucking big. The D boys, uh, they they went offensive line, defensive line, shoring up the lines. I love it. Uh, it's not a sexy pick, but you got to have line depth, and you never know who's gonna pan out and who's not gonna pan out. Uh, the D boys line, offensive line, has been deteriorating every year for the last three years. They need some shit. Fredericks is finally gonna be back in the lineup. He missed the entire season last year. He's gonna be the center again. So that's gonna you know shore some things up. So we did some things. Uh, we got a, a, a Pollard, a young young running back kind of a Swiss Army knife type running back can do everything probably going to return kicks for us we took another running back also in the draft who's going to back up Zeke so we did some shit listen we don't have holes this ain't Swiss cheese over here we ain't, uh, there ain't no porous uh, we ain't ha- don't have no porous nature. We 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 aren't filled with hope. We got nothing. We we are a dope ass team. Maybe a safety, but I see Xavier Woods is going to fill in quite nicely. He's been he's been getting better each of the last two years. His first two years in the league, he's going to be a fucking motherfucker. He he ain't that great, but he ain't that bad either. So he's kind of middle of the line. So we could have upgraded in that position. We took a cornerback. Maybe we could switch him over. Who knows? All I'm saying is the Cowboys defense is fucking legit. The offense is going to be uh, on and fucking popping. They 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 look like the favorites. To me i mean don't give me any of this eagles bullshit we're winning the motherfucking uh nfc east i don't give a fuck about the 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 schedule of motherfuckers out here fucking talking about the hardest schedule this halfway through the season the hardest schedule turns into the easiest schedules teams you thought were dope or that were dope last year which they're basing the strength of schedule on aren't shit this year so it, it changes, and so we don't know what kind of schedule. We might have the easiest schedule. It doesn't matter what fucking schedule we play. It doesn't matter where we play. Put us on the motherfucking moon. Give us the night. Let us play the fucking the, the Night King's army out there, the fucking White Walkers. I don't give a fuck. We're going we're gonna to area Stark every motherfucking buddy this year. We're going we're gonna to fucking handle a fucking business. I got the D-Boys. My power, my early, early power rankings. D-Boys number one. And that's it. That's all you need to know. Kansas City Chiefs, they're, 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 they're in shambles. You lose Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt. Those are huge losses. Tyreek Hill, arguably one of the, if not the best, uh, not the best wide receiver, maybe three after Julio Jones. Uh, 
you know, right around that fucking range right there, man. Uh, Antonio Brown still, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a fuck boy, but he, he can fucking play. Uh, he can play uh, football, that's for sure. Hopefully homeboy got rid of that fucking, he would have fit in right, right perfectly. Antonio Brown at the Met Gala. I'm surprised I didn't see his bitch ass over there next to Odell Beckham Jr. over there dressed in drag and shit. And hey, if he, that's his thing, you know, that's cool. Um, but, uh, this dude's out here wearing the Arya Stark dress and shit out there. Um, OBJ, I would have thought, uh, Antonio Brown with his fucking weird ass bleached mustache would have been having like fucking jewelries and shit. He would have had it all blinged out or some shit on the red carpet, carpet of the, uh, Met Gala or some shit. I was really surprised I didn't see Antonio Brown, but needless to say, he's still probably the best, uh, wide receiver in the fucking game. Um... So I, I just I'm just not worried about it. I'm pretty solid. I think the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. I don't give a fuck about the Rams. Uh, they shouldn't have beat the D boys. They got gifted two playoff victories uh, that propelled them to the Super Bowl. Um, you saw that they weren't worthy of the fucking Super Bowl. They scored three goddamn points. The uh, the the fucking what was it? Ten to three was that the final of the Super Bowl? Some stupid shit. Thirteen to three, something like that. Uh, Ten to three, I think it was. You fucking hold the the the. Patriots to 10 points and you lose you sad motherfuckers you I ain't buying you y'all whack I don't give a fuck uh overrated overpaid fuck them uh the team to beat is the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC and we're fucking front running all the way to the goddamn Super Bowl fuck it before I get out of here we had some we had a good we had a good little we had a good little run the last couple weeks when it came to hip-hop to the hip-hop game we had uh, Trunk Music 3, Yellow Wolf, shit is fire. Five mics, instant classic, motherfuckers. If y'all ain't bumping that shit, go bump that shit. Trunk Music 3. If you don't, you've never even heard Yellow Wolf, bump Trunk Music, the original, and then come back to Trunk Music 3. Thank me, motherfucking later. That shit is flames. We had my man, my mellow, my mellow, my man. Joiner Lucas drop a single, another singer, single off of ADHD, which we're fucking impatiently waiting for. I fucks with Joiner Lu- Lucas heavy. I put Joiner Lucas on to you motherfuckers, the listener, years, literally years ago. Now I need that to turn back on. We're about to bump some shit. Turn that shit back on. Um, I put y'all on to Joiner Lucas years ago, before he was on the Eminem Kamikaze, way before he was on the Eminem Kamikaze album. I've been rocking with Joiner Lucas. So uh, you're welcome for that. He just dropped Devil's Work, which is, let's get a fucking little snippet of that shit. Let's get a snippet of this shit. This shit's hard. at this bible as i keep glancing dear lord i got questions and i need answers trying to understand your vision all i see is damage just a bunch of dead bodies in the street camping a bunch of lost souls on their feet standing we supposed to be your children i thought we family you supposed to be my father bro i need answers we don't need to die young we just need chances tired of living on the edge so we keep scrambling trying to talk to these strippers but they keep dancing we just want me number one like steve francis bow our heads saying praying out of seas planet Everywhere I turn, I'm seeing MCs vanish. A lot of good niggas gone, I don't understand it. A lot of families lost and they seem stranded. I ain't trying to disrespect you, I just need answers. I know you watching us from heaven thinking who to save. Cherry picking who should go next and who should stay. I'd be on my way to heaven if I knew the way. And bring back every good nigga you choose to take. They say you never wrong, but
but you done made a few mistakes Cause you taking the wrong niggas, maybe you should trade Trade us back all the real ones, remove the fakes I think you should trade Give us two pop back and say that nigga shook Let the legend resurrect that he gon' live for good I be screaming thug life in every different hood If only you can bring him back, Lord, I wish you would Give us Biggie, give us Pun, give us Triple X Take that nigga Trump with you, that's a bigger threat There's too much power for a coward with no intellect Okay, 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 okay. Simmer the fuck down. Simmer the fuck down. Go get that shit. Go listen to that shit. Um, if you if you subscribe, if you have Spotify, you subscribe to the to the whiskey the official whiskey sick podcast playlist called That Old Dope Shit. O L Dope Shit. That's the name of the podcast. That's the name of the playlist. It's seventeen hundred sh- songs strong. This shit's on it. You know this shit's on it. Uh, we also had, uh, uh, I'm going to say, you know what? I got to call it when I call it one of my favorite motherfuckers of Schoolboy Q. One of my favorite motherfuckers of Schoolboy Q. Um, the last, his first several albums, uh, Contradictions and, what is it? Contradictions and Setbacks, Habits and Contradictions. Blank Face was dope. Oxymoron was fucking dope. All three of those albums are fucking dope. Front to back. Crash Talk. He just dropped that shit. I, I was telling y'all a couple weeks ago. I was in, impatiently waiting for that shit. It ain't the business, homies. It ain't the business. I don't know. This shit. It's just 14 tracks long, and it, it, it's got it's 28 minutes. It's got 14 tracks, and the, and the whole album is 28 minutes long. Each song's like two minutes long. It's got some. I don't know, man. It, it, he's got 21 Savage on this shit. Some just some whack shit on here, man. It's just the good songs are just decent songs. I mean, he just. I don't know. It just seemed like he put this out, this shit, just like together in the last couple months or some shit. It just doesn't have the feel. It has the feel of a mixtape, like a decent mixtape, not even a good mixtape, just a decent mixtape. So I was disappointed with that shit. But then. Um, but then, but then, what had happened was, is that motherfucker, uh, Logic, <clears throat> who I, apparently, uh, Logic, I don't really fuck with him, I, I, I think he's kind of corny, um, he has some dope, he has some decent shit, he has some decent shit, but overall as a whole, Logic is pretty fucking corny, but I saw that he was on tour, he was opening up for Eminem, uh, last month or some shit, and I figured that they're gonna probably do a, a, a track together, because, um, like I would be doing, Logic was uh, verbally uh, sucking off um, Eminem for being able to open for his fucking hero in life, which I would be doing the same fucking thing. Um, so I figured that, you know, M was probably going to hit him up with, with a fucking feature here. And Logic finally dropped it. It's called Homicide. It's got Eminem in it. I'll just bump this shit for you. I'll, I'll switch. I'll give you a little bit of the the thing I was going to say is that, you know, I didn't know Logic is biracial. I guess, you know, I've, I've heard him kind of mention it in, in, well, fucking every song he's ever made. He talks about it. But I was like, I, I don't see it, man. Uh, he's he's paler than me, man. He's paler than me uh, in the winter and shit. I don't I don't know what the fuck. I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know nothing about the homie. I ain't saying he's not biracial, but he don't look bi- biracial. But now, all of a sudden, homie's like fully on embraced it. I don't know if this was all just a, a clever ploy so he could finally drop some N-bombs. Because uh, on this track, he's fucking dropping N-bombs, and I don't think I've ever heard him drop some N-bombs. But fuck it. Uh, let's get into that shit. Homicide. Son, you know why you're the greatest alive? Why, Dad? Because you came out of my balls, nigga. <laughs> 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 
Fuck rap, bustin' like an addict with a semi-automatic Who done had it and he ready for anybody to buck back Hold on, catch a vibe, ain't no way in hell we leaving nobody alive Even suicide, no, fuck that Bobby feeling villainous, he killing us I'm coming for your man and his lady and even a baby I'm feeling like I'm chicken, 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 slim shady with rabies I'm pulling at the mouth, ain't nobody taking me out Every single rapper in the industry, yeah, they know what I'm about And I dare you to test me, cause not a single one of you motherfuckers impressed me And maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but I'm full of innovation And I'm tired of all of this high school, he's cool, he's not rap shit Get a single one of you motherfuckers even rap shit. No, this ain't a diss to the game. This is right, a gas to the flame. Nowadays, everybody saying the same shit's lame. Like a mob to the flame. I'm a real man and killing all you for love. No, we ain't fucking with that. Yeah, there's a Bobby boy. Fuck rap. Bustin' like an addict with a semi-automatic. Who done had it and he ready for anybody to buck back. Go to catch a vibe. Ain't no way in hell we leaving nobody alive. Even suicide. No, fuck that. Bobby feeling villainous. He killing us. I'm coming for your man and his lady. And even a baby. I'm feeling like I'm chicken, 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 like Jay-Z, jiggas up, you fuckers who didn't write anything are getting washed Like bathing, young hova, I know hitters like Yankees Gun toters that pull triggers like crazy, unloaded Leave you shot up in your rover, your body goes limp and slumps over Like A-Rod in a month low, but he just homered Hold up, I said rover because now your rover is red Like red rover, so you know what I meant But I wrote over my opponents instead making dark sounds Cause I gotta keep breaking these bars down I'll go slow for the spits But when I go like the Doberman said I still think the roof would go over your head Beast mode, motherfuckers about to get hit with so many foul lines You think I'm a free throw, figured it was about time for people to eat crow You about to get outrhymed, how could I be dethroned? I stay on my toes like the repo, a behemoth in sheep clothes From the east coast to the west, I'm the ethos and I'm the goat Who the best? I don't gotta say a fucking thing, no Cause I'm seasonal, but you don't wanna hear me spit the facts Your shit is ass like a tailbone, and you're trapped in your cell phone I'm a chicken scratch on my self load I don't wanna fucking listen to you switch a rap someone else wrote Used to get beat up by the big kids Used to let the big kids steal my big wheel And I wouldn't do shit but just sit still Now money's not a big deal I'm rich, I wipe my ass with six mil Big bills like a platypus and caterpillars Coming to get the cannabis I'm looking for the smoke But you motherfuckers are scattering, battering everything And I've had it with the inadequate man I can see my dick is standing stiff as a mannequin And I'm bringing the banana back in the fucking Havana in the handkerchief And I'm thinking of bringing the fucking fingerless gloves back And not giving a singular fuck like fuck rap I sound like a fucking millionaire with a derringer With a hair trick about the bear hugging fucking Terry And a Rick Flair dripping y'all couldn't hold the candle let a prayer vigil when I vent, they compare me to a fucking air duck. I'm about to bare knuckle it, nah, fuck it. I'm gonna go upside the head with a Nantucket Africa fucking dab for the track. Cause the blood I'm attracted, I'm attacking it. What Dracula? Fuck that shit, I'm up back with a thud. Man, stop. Ooh, and then they top it off with that Chris D'Elia uh, Eminem impersonation and shit where he's like, hey, I'm in the cabana with the hand of banana with the fanna. I'm planning to do all this while you're panicking and you're looking and staring at mannequins and I'm going to. Hell yeah, I'd like to be on the fucking end of an Eminem track like that shit. Chris D'Elia just came up. That's like his most shit he's most famous for. Uh, is that fucking little Eminem impersonation and shit. Shit's dope. But anyways, go get that shit. Um, check out the fucking Spotify playlist. That old dope shit. OL dope shit. Um, ill shit. Um, fucking, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here, man. I've been yip-yapping for over an hour now, man. I still got some shit. Um, I had I had this homie that I'm gonna I'm fucking bring up next time. This dude's on some shit. He he impregnated twins and they don't care. Like they're cool with it. So he's having a baby with each one of them. Um, I, there's one bitch got a, a fucking eye tattoo and fucking gonna lose her eye. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got some all sorts of shit. Yeah, I got I got some wild ass shit. I'm gonna save all this shit. I'm not gonna use all my ammo up right now. Uh, we're gonna come back. Hopefully, I'm gonna be back next week. Uh, the aim is to get back onto the regular uh, scheduled programming of once a week, like I used to do, like I used to bang out. But this is the 75th motherfucking episode of the Whiskey Sick Podcast. 75 episodes been rocking since been rocking. I don't, was it 2000 early 2000. 17 was the end of two something like that yeah we just went over we're we're around the, we've been here for two years we've been rocking for two motherfucking years and we're gonna keep on rocking uh hit me up seth gecko 858 at yahoo.com
Holler at your boy. Gecko is G-E-K-O. Um, and uh, fucking, I'm out of this motherfucker. Uh, and I'm out, motherfuckers. Bottle, raise the glass, drink my sorrows, make a pass Life's a model, take a chance, but I don't know I don't know Eyes are locked, it's time to roll Raise my stock and now she's sold Take a shot and now I go But I don't know I don't know Tilt the bottle, raise the glass, drink my sorrows, make a pass Life's a model, take a chance, but I don't know I don't know Take a shot and now go I kinda feel like I'm waking up From a dream I never lived, I'm gonna make it up To that kid that used to drink and smoke a lot He did to think he'd grow and rock this place to sleep He never thought it'd take so long and know it's near Close to failure, so sincerely like to meet you Nice to see you doing well without my help Mighty self-conscious, yours is not the look I had in mind Flat in line to say you're dead A flashing light to save your breath A passerby just laid the rest The hopes and dreams he faintly had He's breaking bad, but glued the pieces back together Fastened leather straps around it Ask around if he can see around the corner Found his warning, sound the morning Down the street, used to walk, used to talk Used to talk a good game, some loose change He sold his soul, a new name He's about to turn to blue flames Not too late to save yourselves Come the day you tell his story Leave him out and take his place Or sing aloud and make him wait Another day to dodge his fate Tilt the bottle, raise the glass Drink my sorrows, make a pass Life's a model, take a chance But I don't know, I don't know Eyes are locked, it's time to roll Raise my stock and now she's sold Take a shot and now it's go But I don't know, I don't know Tilt the bottle, raise the glass Drink my sorrows, make a pass Life's a model, take a chance But I don't know, I don't know Take a shot and now go I kinda feel like I think you do Time is right, what you think? I need to make a move Lime the light, I'll make it sour Make the sound around you lose balance Challenge up the weapons brandish Landed on the cloud that never rains Better days to stay the same Go get away, you fucking turn Skip disgrace, he never learns to make amends He sever ties, the same the suit he left behind Whether time has sprung a leak The roof removed, he sees the sky Hearts asleep, don't need disguise It starts to bleed, he's losing time Retrace the steps, he must have left it Back, you guessed it, place he said it Last you check it, bet the rest Rest assured, he rest for sure Repeat, just leave the cracks alone Cast a stone, the last one thrown Just made him stronger, take a long Look and you can see his pain Window glass deflect the fame It missed his mark and left the faint Thought that sparked and set ablaze A trail that's off the beaten path No need to pack the seasons lap The skies are clear His rhymes appear to have him near The time he feared Just, Just the, the bottle, other day Raise the glass, drink my sorrows Make a pass if I Tonight I make him tense But I don't know I don't know Eyes are locked, it's time to roll Raise my stock and now she's sold Take a shot and now it's go But I don't know I don't know Tilt the bottle, raise the glass Drink my sorrows, make a pass if I Tonight I make him tense But I don't know I don't know. Take a shot and now it's gone. All alone, but not for long. The fall was slow. He jogged along the tightrope. My joke spiral bound. His future read between the lines. He goes for rope and keeps a dime. She doesn't speak, but sees the lies. He keeps aside. No reason, please don't ask him why. He leaves the gray. Dawned on him that sees the day. He clips the mark and leads the way. The bright and nice, don't need to wait. Play be lucky, pissed away. Talks with shit and kissed his fake goodbye. He might just fly away. Afraid of heights, he always stayed. Down the earth, he's found submerged above his head. He's deep in thought. Swam ashore, then leaped across. The limits placed upon him. Once upon a time, he never wanted stardom. Autumn haunts him now. Shadow grows longer how can he escape he longs for now but not what was he lost her love and gained some weight a notch above they're all upset it's all a blessing dress so he can't recognize who's at his door and that just slurred him in spit back a slur but grinned if that's what burns within then you can't weed him out don't need a mile he took an inch and made the most